What's up, everyone? Welcome to Bench. We are the Tobar Brothers. Joey here, joined by my brother, Angel. Episode Hello. number 35. And this episode is for Wednesday, October 4th, 2023. Great number 35. Hey, Mike Tolbert. Remember? Big, yeah. Big Mike Tolbert. Yeah, man. Shat, you know, this is a Mike Tolbert a, day. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Tolbert. This show's dedicated for Mike Tolbert, wherever you are. Happy Tolbert Wednesday. Yeah. He was so fun to watch, man. Charkandrick West. Okay, it's still Mike Tolbert. It is. Um, that's a great pull. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not a lot of number 35, so. God, man. He was cool. He I was, missed the fullback. Yeah, like, he was, like, obviously out of shape, obviously overweight, but, like, he kind of loved it. Favorite fullbacks? Mm, the guy who was on the Madden cover one year, Peyton Hillis, who was a fullback for us, the Denver Broncos. He was a running back. We traded him for Brady Quinn, and he went off for Yeah, he much. sure did. Um, you guys had him in the wrong position. Yeah. Who would have thought? He's running back. Um, Allstock comes to yeah, mind. Mike Leech comes to mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some good ones out there. Yeah. God. The fullback now is kind of, I mean. I mean, um, all you got is you got use check. Use check, yeah. Um, the Ravens had one. I think he got hurt, though. The big guy, uh, Patrick Ricard. Yeah, like 300-pound. 300-pound fullback, yeah. Crazy. Shout out to fullbacks. Yeah, happy fullback Wednesday. Yeah, somehow. We um, on today's episode. We will get into the latest news and notes of the NFL. That does not stop, apparently. Also, Angels Heavenly Top 10, version 5.0. Very excited about that. Me too. And we'll get into a little Thursday night preview. Let's be honest. we got two bad teams playing Thursday night. But there's storylines all over both these. I, this kind of a kind of a nice thing to talk about. This is what I was talking about pre, in, uh, preseason when I said, listen, the games are going to come where you're going to take them for granted. Because it's not two good teams playing football, but I want you to—I want you to take your mind back to mm, early September, July, July, in just the deadness of July. There's nothing going on. There's no football. There's no training camp. There's no um, OTA um, videos. There's nothing, and you're just dying for football. Mm-hmm. Go watch the games. Go enjoy every single thing you can because football season will be over like that. And this game isn't as bad as people think it's going to be. This game might not, may not be two teams that are going to the Super Bowl, but there's a lot of storylines. Yeah. There's a lot going on in this game, so we'll definitely uh, get to that at the end of the show. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. Uh, please like, subscribe, and uh, share it with a buddy. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, wherever you hear your, hear your podcast, thanks so much for uh, joining us and giving us a little bit of your day, spending it with these two idiots, mm-hmm. talking a little football. And uh, follow the show between the show, Instagram, X, and TikTok. Search at Bench Show to follow all those on the different platforms. And um, we got a bunch of stuff going up, so stay tuned. Um, October 4th, like I said, and I wanted to get into a couple of national days. Okay, first thing that comes to mind, we'll do a little rapid fire. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, national Taco Day. Yeah. Who That's the first thing that came to mind? Yeah. White people love their version tacos. Oh. Mexicans love our version of tacos. That's true. There's They're a lot internationally, of but either way, they're all good. I feel like, yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I can enjoy all of them. Yeah. The white people have their version, and they're good. 
and the Hispanics yeah. have their version, and they're very good. And then there's a blend, and then yeah. now there's all sorts of designer it's like tacos. Fusion, yeah, yeah. Tacos are good, man. Um, just go have a taco, go yeah. enjoy it. Uh, but I like a classic carne asada taco with a with a has to be a Corona or Modelo. Mm-hmm. Has to tacos be. and beer. Tacos and beer. Uh, National Vodka Day. Not a vodka man myself, but uh, I know there's a lot of drinks made out of vodka. Vodka. Yeah, it's uh, don't have a uh, what a Moscow Mule. Yeah. Ugh. I'm gonna throw up. I, yeah? I'm not a big vodka guy. Not a big vodka guy. Um, please enjoy responsibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, National Golf Lovers Day. We are not golfers, but no. I wanted to say that for all the for all the guys out there who all are golf lovers, and uh, maybe mention that to the to the old uh, girlfriend, wife, whatever, whatever relationship status you're in. Uh, maybe mention it and just maybe get a little golf in. Yeah, uh, people are addicted to golf. I've worked at a golf course and I've seen people. At four in the morning, there getting warmed up. Golfing is a once you're in it, you're like in it. I've never taken that leap, and I've always wanted to. I just don't. I, I don't. I don't like saying I don't have the time because you have time for you know whatever you want to make time yeah. for. But um, I feel like in the future one day. So I want to dress in those outfits. God, gives you a cool. No, look. I actually want to golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too. Uh, National coffee with a cop day. Coffee and bacon. Yep. Yeah. Uh, different guys having coffee with cops. Uh, Henry Ruggs. Mm. Um, um, Chandler Jones every recent. Chandler Jones. Current. That's not okay. That's not okay. It's not okay. No. Uh, coffee with cops. I don't know who uh, made that. Jeffrey Epstein. Oh. Nope. Okay. That, that was, actually that was murder. That wasn't suicide. No. Epstein is uh is still alive. Jeffrey Epstein. Thinking, I'm thinking, thinking Weinstein. Weinstein. Yeah, 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 my bad. Both terrible men. Both horrible <laughs> humans. Yeah, my bad. Sorry. Uh, let's get to a game recap. You're hearing this on Wednesday, so we're not going to spend too much on this because you've probably already seen it covered. But on Monday night, the Seahawks destroyed the New York Giants, who are quickly looking like they're also um, very interested in Caleb Williams. They look terrible that night, and 24-3 just does not seem um, as lopsided as it really was on the field. There was, it looks like 24-3, oh, well, they, they just kept the 24 points. This shit was hard to watch. It was a very, very hard night for the Giants, and for Giants fans, it was just, I, I mean, it's, the, the New York football state is just really strong, except for the Bills. They're thriving. Yeah. Um, but the Jets and now the Giants are just really struggling, and the Giants look terrible. They look terrible on the sideline. You had you had a uh, Dayball and, and Daniel Jones altercation thing. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones was, was sacked 11 times, and um, he threw a pick six that went 97 yards. Um, I mean, just it was a... Bad, bad look. They got booed repeatedly by their home crowd. And then they weren't getting booed in the fourth quarter, though, because none of their fans were left. Everyone went home. They all went home. Literally, the stands were empty except for Seahawks jerseys. Yeah, it was it was a tough night. And what uh, for we as much heat we give Zach, Zach Wilson, we don't give enough heat towards the Daniel Jones era. He's not good. Daniel Jones has now... More interceptions through four games this season than he had all of last year. That's six interceptions. He's only thrown two touchdown passes last year. Or sorry, he only threw two. Sorry, he's only thrown two touchdown passes this year. Last year he had fifteen. 
And he has the worst primetime winning percentage in NFL history now. He is 1-12 in primetime. That's not a good record. Not um, on this list, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, this guy, and they paid him too, so. Yeah, that's really the thing that's, yeah. I think that's, uh, yeah, that's just making it worse. It feels like there's more pressure in, in New York this mm-hmm. year. And, um, but God, all these, they look bad. All these teams who are losing have light at the end of the tunnel. Like, at least there's a bunch Caleb of Caleb quarterbacks in these, like, if you're losing this bad, like, well, if we lose, at least we get one of these top. There's like five good quarterbacks in next year's draft. So. Actually, it's supposed, excuse me, it's supposed to be an historic, yeah, QB class. There's so a ton of good, good quarterbacks here. So it, it was tough. Giants uh, have a lot of work to do offensively. They still do. Uh, the one of my keys was believe in one guy. Wanda Robinson's the only guy, but he's not that. Uh, he's just, just, just they don't do anything creative. Yeah, we wide. wanted to see if they could string together drives and push the ball down the field, and they just can't. They don't want to. Uh, they want to do these dink and dunk, five yard, four yard. Jones outs. just won't. Yeah, and I mean, he, he just. Won't. I'm the routes. Are, I, I saw the routes yesterday. I saw them run routes down the field. He just doesn't throw them. He di- he dunks it down to, like you said, Wandell Robinson. Um, Waller, I guess, every now and then, but he's pretty much non-existent in this offense. I don't know yeah. why you have him if you're not going to feature him. Yeah. He's, he's easily your best offensive weapon. Um, Hyatt, they just don't give him the ball. He's, only, he's a young guy with speed. Why not give him a, a shot? Um, I think and then he, they miss Saquon. Yeah, Saquon is their entire offense. Saquon's sitting there like, I haven't come back to this. And this is also good leverage for Saquon. Like, look yeah. what you are without me. You're terrible. Um, I do want to say something about that, though, because Robert Griffin the third. Uh, tweeted about after, after this game and seeing how badly the Giants struggled. And speaking of uh, Saquon Barkley, he mm-hmm. says, let's talk about the value of a running back. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I think the value of running back is very apparent in this game. Yeah. Which, yes and no. I think the value of Saquon Barkley to this offense, Yeah, I still don't. I still think it's the right decision not to pay Josh Jacobs, who has just sucked this year. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. J.K. Dobbins wanted a contract. That's uh yeah. Look, look how dumb the, it you just, just I just you can't use this game as oh see you should pay all running backs. They're yeah. very val- no that it, you should probably pay Saquon in this offense if you're not going to add anything to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but just wanted to kind of point that out. But yeah, they're they're missing Saquon though. I mean, yeah, he's their entire offense right now, and through without him, you're just kind of hoping that somebody breaks a tackle and runs 80 yards because. I don't know what else they're expecting the people to do with this. I checked the bot score after, and I was so surprised to see Wondell Robinson's stat line because it was not good. But, yeah, if you're watching that game, he looked amazing just because he was the only one doing anything. Yeah, it was it was bad. Um, He's th- just the best of the bad. And their office line's beat up. Evan Neal's looking like a like a bust. That sucks. Yeah, Evan Neal, he didn't play, right? No, he played. He played. Right tackle. He Believe, me, he played. Played. Believe me, he played. Believe me, he played. Who? Andrew Thomas didn't play. Yeah, yeah, he's, and he's their tackle. star, superstar. Yeah. Tackle, yeah. Uh, their center left, the rookie center, John yeah, they, they were in. There was a revolving door of linemen all all, all night, and the Seahawks took advantage. Let's flip to the positive side. Yeah, that's Se- the negative. Positive yeah. side. See, Seattle. They look pretty good. Um, Please say his name. Oh, well, yeah, Devin Witherspoon. Oh, my God, dude. Two sacks, uh, and they picked six that went 97 yards, and just all over the field And in his general. first time playing nickel, and he looked like a natural nickel. He was, looked he was really good. He was making tackles in um, the box. We do got to mention uh, Jamal Adams made his long-awaited review. Uh, or, sorry, lo- long-awaited return yeah. uh, to the Seahawks lineup. Hadn't played in over a year. I played uh-huh. 388 days. Long time. And he lasted... He didn't last as long as Aaron Rodgers lasted. Because he leads with his head. He literally... Who was the running back? 
No, it was Daniel Jones. Oh, it was Daniel Jones. He yeah. literally dipped his head below his kneecap. I don't know how he could get that low. Yeah. And speared his knee, bottom kneecap, and knocked himself silly. Yeah. Couldn't get up really. And they got mad at the at the can, yeah. what's his the neuro whatever the neurosurgeon the independent neurosurgeon. He's not for any team. He's just some. He's obviously not this guy a, in a red hat. <laughs> doesn't look like he's. He's, like, even into football or any kind of athletics. Like, they pay me to be here on Monday, yeah. so I'm going to be here. And this guy, this mob just chewing him out, like, bro, chill the fuck out. Yeah, bro. He's trying to save your life, like, Jamal. Jamal, you need to relax, okay? Yeah. Why get mad at him? Yeah, that was kind of uncalled for. That but, you know, I mean, I, I don't – if you don't do that, that's a, that's kind of a jerk look. But he has to be so frustrated. Finally getting back on the field, and he can't play now. Uh, he'll be back, he'll be back, I think. He'll be back. And he – it's – he needs him? to chill, though. He needs to chill. He needs to realize, I'll be back. It's a concussion. It was a you bad. can tell, though, just in the couple of plays he did play. Like, he he still has the, the power. He's hungry, man. He's he can bring have, it. Yeah. Uh, a, get he, him in the box. And I think yeah. Cam Chancellor role, he's exactly what you're looking for. Put him next to Bobby Wagner on third downs. It's pretty good. Julian Love looked really good mm-hmm. in the secondary yesterday. And Devin Witherspoon, back to him in the nickel uh, with the two interceptions and, and the – or sorry, the two sacks and the pick. Um, those sacks, those blitzes from the nickel were – He looks phenomenal. Dynamite. We – we were reminded why he went number five overall. He looks fantastic. We really saw it all. Pass breakups, open field tackling, um, the speed, the aggression, the strength, everything I mean, that you want to see. Yes, it is, it is the Giants to so make anyone look good. But still, the, it, to do that as uh, in your first game, playing a position that's not for everybody, playing nickel inside with the, with the big boys, with the tight ends, with the running backs, phenomenal. Uh, very much looking forward to seeing what he becomes in this year, next year, two, you know, three years from now. And Seattle just stacking up these talented young DBs on their roster. That's just how Pete Carroll believes. I'm gonna build from the from the from the from the DBs, and they have like three good three good corners now, all under 24. So we were talking as this game was happening, and we'll talk we'll talk more with the Seahawks later. Um, hint, hint. And we were talking about okay, what do they need still? Like mm-hmm. this, I and mean, they look they had 11 sacks. Yeah, Bobby Wagner, I think, had almost 20 tackles. He's phenomenal. So they're good at the linebacker level. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we talk about their secondary. Tarek Wollen, Devin Witherspoon, Jamal Adams, Julian Love, Kobe Bryant's still back there. Michael Jackson's there. I don't even know if those guys are good, but they have great names, <laughs> and that means something. <laughs> yeah. um, but, no, in all seriousness, I, defensively, they're there. Yeah, they, they're there. You you thought they could get a pass rusher. Yeah. I, like, obviously, after I said that, I On the like, night, they had yeah, 11 sacks. After I said that, I'm like, well, I know they, I know they had 11 <laughs> sacks tonight. But, like, a, a part, part of that's due to the— uh, very very bad Giants. Yeah, and yeah, O-line. and like, I don't know. I I just see, like players like Hutchinson, these young guys, like right, these guys who command, who are just like, command respect and pull. Like they just needed someone like that. I don't know if they need him, but it'd be nice for them to have one of those elite pass rushers alongside this talented defensive roster. Yeah, I'm not sure what pass rushers are available. If any big ones will be available, you think maybe a Brian Burns, and maybe Ch- a Chandler Chase Jones is a free agent. Um. Brian Brian Burns would probably would. I almost made a joke in that. Year. Brian Burns would be fantastic there. Yeah, God, he'd be amazing. And they're Owen, they're Owen four, and uh, Panthers are, yeah. and they're not. I'm, they don't want to pay him. They want to pay him. They want to trade him for multiple firsts last year. Look, Seattle, go get Brian <laughs> Burns. Brian, Brian Burns, Burns on this team would be fantastic because he because yeah. he's a he could play the up the up linebacker. They have that kind of hybrid defense over there. Great. Um, fit. Yeah, I think it's a fantastic fit. That's who they should go get. Um, really looking forward to the first time the Seahawks and Niners play. That's gonna be yeah. that's gonna be a great. Game. Also, the Seahawks are so good on offense. They didn't need to draft Zach Charbonnet or JSN. Yeah, because they're Kenneth Walker's very good and DK and and um, Lockett, Lockett are very very good. Yeah, 
Smith and Jigwood, you, you don't even see him on the field because Lockett's good. Good, and Metcalf is Metcalf. Like, caught, I think, two touchdowns and yesterday. What's helping Lockett is that his game's never revolved around him being big and strong. He's going he's gonna to be fast. Fa- you can be fast for a long time. And yeah. he just fight. He's, he's he's a zone killer, and he doesn't take hits. You ever yeah. seen that? He just drops. He to just the falls. Uh, on the flip side, Metcalf just physically terrorized he's, Deontay Banks. He's massive. Yeah, he just was he, throwing him around. The rookie cornerback for the Giants. I mean, had a rough I night. Can't imagine being that big. Pause. Um, and like, no, you can't, Angel. You can't imagine being that big. He's. I need to clip that. He's amazing. Yeah. To like to to just wonder how does he. How do guys guard him when he's like, is it like Megatron? Like those kind of guys, like he's so huge. How do you guard him? Gino left the game after a uh, hit that he was very, he was pissed off about, um, I believe, by Isaiah I, Simmons. But I don't know why that happens a lot, those hits. Those. Kind of dragged him out of bounds and also just those hits where you make contact and then you just like lean back. You just fall. Yeah. So that you land all on their legs. Obviously, Gino Smith has worked very hard to get to this point in his career. And would hate to be taken out by a hit like that. So I think he was pretty pissed off about that. He even got a penalty about, about it. Yeah. Um, we saw a little bit of uh, Drew Locker and reminded the arm strength, but he's not very accurate. Yeah. He, I mean, he looked okay. He's a backup guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Anything else you want to talk about with the game? No. Uh, besides the fact that um, this year, I tell you this every Monday, Joe Buck and Aikman are spicy this year. I like they're, it. They're calling out people right away. I'm like, good. They're laughing. They're it, making jokes about, they're just, are people still watching this game? They're just two boys like, look, East Penn paid us a crap load to be here. Let's just do whatever we want. Because what are they going to do? They're untouchable. Like, like we're the Any b- network would go and hire them immediately. Yeah, East Penn, fire us. See what happens. You know what? You know what's happen if, if, like, if like East Penn were to fire them? They would get a pay raise from Fox or from yeah. CBS. So, Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Oh, man. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. The Giants have responded from last night's terrible loss. Oh. The Giants are releasing running back and special teamer Taiwan Jones from their practice squad. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> You're, I can tell you're actually not happy about this. That was not. Funny. I can tell from your face you're actually a little bit pissed off about that. I thought which, it was some, uh, I, I mission thought accomplished. I was thought I was thinking like, I was thinking like, uh, did they say they they'll bench Daniel Jones? But nope. That's how they responded. They released the practice squad guy. Either and way, business as usual. They should respond um, by getting Saquon on the field. That's how they should respond. That's all for the uh, Monday night recap. Let's get to the news. The news is brought to you by 818 Brewing. If you're in the L.A. area, we have the perfect spot for you and your crew to catch the next game. 818 Brewing has the perfect tasting room to get together with your buddies, grab a drink, and enjoy the game. Their selection of beer includes something for everyone and is included. Sorry, and is all brewed on site. Stop 818 Brewing on 8953. 89, God, I can't talk right now. Nailing this read. Mm-hmm. 8953 DeSoto Avenue in Canoga Park, and we will see you there. Hey, man, you did a great job. Because I don't want to do those, so I want to encourage you to keep doing them. Yeah, if you ever wonder why I do all of those, because Angel refuses to do any of them. Good job. So sorry for getting sick of my voice. but You're a hype, man. That's not changing. Um, okay, here we go. First up in the news here, changes coming to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Apparently, maybe not what we thought. 
Yeah, you think big... Okay, yeah, go ahead. I'll let you. Yeah. Um, let me make sure I have the right quote here. Yeah, Mike Tomlin was asked after losing 30-6 to to my Texans uh, if there will be changes made um, in the organization and on the team, all that. And he said, hell yeah, there's going to be some changes. Okay? So you think of that, and what do you think of? Oh, like coordinator, quarterback, starting wideout, starting cornerback. Personnel. Linebacker, yeah, yeah. personnel. Someone's going to take blame here. Someone's going to be held accountable. Someone's yes. going to lose their job. Yes. Uh, well, today or yesterday, if you're listening to this on Friday or Wednesday, uh, Mike Tomlin said there that there is no thoughts of changes to offensive coaching or play caller. Speaking of Matt Canada, who seems to be the person everyone's blaming uh, for no. the terrible offense, not Kenny Pickett. I think they're both terrible. Yep. Uh, when asked about changes coming to that, those areas, he said, not at this juncture, no. So they're switching from Apple to Android. That's the big changes, probably. Apple oh, to Android. Okay. I, like, I don't know what that refers um, to. Okay. AirPods, the Beats. Tom um, said that the changes he was referring to is more about the physicality of, at practice, uh, practice attire, and uh, but coaching, he said, also is not good enough. Yeah, they're so, going from Adidas to Nike. Yeah, so no, I don't know what changes actually he was talking about then. That's not like Tomlin to be uh, all bark and no bite. Yeah, it's kind of a, uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, yeah, get you a friend who stands up for, for you as much as Tomlin hangs on to Matt, Matt Canada. Yeah, Matt Canada and Kenny Pickett, <clears throat> they must have, they must make him brownies. Or yeah, cupcakes. or have breakfast every day or, yeah. I won't question his manhood because Tomlin is a man. Yes. So they, you probably, uh. Speaking of Kenny Pickett. Mm. Um, Tomlin told reporters that Kenny Pickett um, suffered a bone, bru- bone bruise to the knee. Uh, we'll practice so on Wednesday. Team will evaluate whether he can play Sunday versus the Ravens. So okay, now that it's not a serious injury, like we got to talk about, or we have, now we can openly say how much we both don't like Kenny Pickett. He just doesn't need to come back and start for this team. Well, he's done nothing to keep the job. Um, One thing he's better at is being better than Mitch. Mitch, is he? Mitch Trubisky. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. Like that's why he's a starter on this team. I, I like – I would go with Mitch Trubisky just because at least you get the running. At least you get that element. Yeah, you get some, some kind, kind of, of element that yeah. is helpful to your offense. I don't know what Kenny Pickett gives you. Because he's not really a great athlete. He's not a good athlete. He doesn't have arm. great arm strength. He doesn't yeah. have great accuracy. He's obviously just not reading the field well. And you're um, – You're just kind of hoping he would excel – he would improve at all those things, and he hasn't. I mean, they're banged up right now. Obviously, John Johnson and Firemuth out a couple weeks. But – even when they were healthy, he wasn't using them right. You have weapons on this on this um, Pittsburgh, you know. Yeah, like you offense. don't you don't have amazing weapons, but you have you have uh, Deontay Johnson and then Pickens. That's a nice one too. And then Allen Robinson's looked okay. And you have Firemuth, and you have a third round tight end who's bigger than faster than most other yep. people. And you it, look look sometimes you stop stop blaming. Oh well, like I don't, it, you got the quarterback is the is the problem. Yeah, but I don't is. know what the solution is here. So. Um, moving on here, Devin Witherspoon, and I, we kind of already touched this, but wanted to point out that he's the fourth player in NFL history, or sorry, in the past 20 years, to have two sacks and interception on Monday Night Football. The other three, Justin Houston, Brian Urlacher, James Harrison. Great company there yes. for Devin Witherspoon. Yep. And uh, he he came to Seattle as part of that Russell Wilson trade. So now that trade is complete, and now it looks like, wow, pretty good trade for Seattle. Not bad. Moving on here, there are some rookie quarterbacks who are shredding man coverage. One is getting plenty of pub, and one is not. Mm. And I want to talk about the one who's not. The highest passer ratings this year against man coverage in the NFL, number one, C.J. Stroud. Everyone's talking about C.J. Stroud right now. He's a, and, and rightfully so. I think he's, so. He's killing it. 
Uh, they're beating teams that they shouldn't beat. They're blowing out teams that they shouldn't beat. A high draft pick who's playing well, you should definitely be talking about that. Yes. Number two on this list is Anthony Richardson. Yeah. Only four points behind Stroud in this rating. Um, Anthony Richardson's playing well. Where's Bryce Young here? He's not on the list. Behind them is Kirk Cousins and Josh Allen. Yeah. Um, but Anthony Richardson, he looks like the guy, too. You know what I like about those two being on, being on top of this list here is that they don't have crazy elite weapons. They're just making it work with what they have. Like, Pittman's nice, obviously. Pittman's nice. Yeah. Um, but, like, these two guys don't have great weapons, and they're still making it work, which means they're just good. Yeah, I mean, it's passer rating versus man coverage. Yeah. So you either have a guy who's consistently beating whoever's guarding man coverage, or you have a quarterback with great accuracy and great anticipation, mm-hmm. and he's able to beat man coverage with his arm. Yeah. Um, and that's what's happening here with Richardson and C.J. Stroud. Their top receivers, what, Pittman and and then who knows in tech, in, in Houston. It was Nico last week. Nico last week. Yeah. Dell the two weeks before. Who knows now. Uh, but either way, using those guys to beat man coverage, very, very impressive. Yeah. Richardson needs his flowers. He yep. is balling out. Uh, some injury updates, and particularly from the – New England Patriots. They had a rough week yeah. as well. Yes. And it just got harder. As this week, um, Matthew Judon was um, it was confirmed that he tore his bicep, expected to, li- to miss at least two months, um, but probably gonna, not going to play again this season. That's tough. He's their best player on defense. Besides, uh, uh, He'll undergo surgery. Yeah. And, um, and then we'll see. Also out indefinitely for them is the rookie stud cornerback, Christian Gonzalez. That's tough. That's a big piece of their defense there. Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know. The, the Patriots are, they've been one of the worst teams in the NFL for a couple years now. And it's time to start asking some questions about Belichick. It's time to start going there with him. And, and I know Mac- no one wants to because he's the GOAT. Uh, yeah. Um, but I'm right now, Mac Jones taking the heat. That's why he should be. He played terrible on yeah. Sunday. But, yeah, we should start asking the question, like, hasn't been great since Brady left. Yeah, the, I mean, the, the bad personnel decisions – the bad drafting, the um, decision last year to just hire a bunch of clowns on the coaching staff just because you knew who they were. Yeah. Um, there's nothing fresh here. There's nothing exciting about this team, about this offense. Yeah. Nothing. Um, and you got to start talk- talking about. Look, you don't ever fire him. At the end of a season, you talk to him like, hey, it's time for you to you- go spend time with your family. We're never going to fire Bill Belichick. You never want to say that. You want Bill Belichick to say, I'm going to retire from football? Uh, it's, I don't know. I don't, I don't, this team's not good. Yeah. Uh, keep an eye on that. Um, Mac Jones, I think, is headed to the bench soon. I don't he'll, think this is going to last very, very long. I'm sure he'll be traded if they, or yeah. they should trade him. He, teams will still take a shot on Mac Jones. Yeah. You might see Zappi or even the rookie Malik Cunningham yeah. at some point this year. Keep an eye on that. Uh, moving on here to another dumpster fire organization, the Chicago Bears. Um, Coach Eberflus, who apparently is not at all on the chopping block somehow. I don't know why. Um, but he announced that Chase Claypool will stay away from the team this week. Feels like if the team can't find a trade partner, they'll simply release the 25-year-old instead. Um, one of the worst trades in recent NFL history. A yeah. first-round pick for Chase Claypool. Yeah. Has literally done nothing. I I would imagine he has less than 20 catches for this team. I don't know. Look, he's killing his his value, and it's just two bad things that linked up: yeah. the the Bears and Chase Chase Claypool. Yeah, it just wasn't going to work out. It's two right. toxic people in a relationship does never works. Right. So, um, among the teams that could view Bears receiver Chase Claypool as a depth piece or quality backup, 
the Chiefs, Eagles, and Lions, named by Matt Lombardo, NFL Network. So, I mean, you see what the theme is there. Strong coaching, strong, strong locker, rooms. locker room leadership. And not a need for him to be on that team. Yeah, and teams that are already good without him. Yeah, so. And, uh. So we'll see. I mean, all these. I think there's what two losses between these three teams. Yeah, he he needs to go to a team where he can be humbled and just sit back and learn a little bit of a little bit of wake up call for him and his career. Yeah, Lions. Um, sorry, because he's talented. Just needs you know to rein it in mentally. Yeah, one of those teams is the Detroit Lions, and they're going to welcome back one of their own here this week. Uh, earlier than expected, Jamison Williams, the wide receiver that was drafted 12th overall, I think, mm-hmm. uh, last year. Uh, missed most of last year with it recovering from the ACL injury. Um, then played at the end of the season. And then, of course, was um, um, suspended. Sorry, I was going to say fired. Suspended mm-hmm. uh, for gambling on another sport in an NFL facility. Okay, question. Yes. So they updated the – I don't think we talked about this yet. They updated the rules for gambling. It's like right. two years if you don't. So how does – I think his another and another players, how did it go from six to four? If they up the stakes for gambling, they up the stakes for certain gambling for NFL games. I think so. I don't want. Don't quote me on that. Okay. okay. But I know for certain things I did because I know I read another one that if Ridley had been under this new um, uh-huh. suspension model, he would still be suspended. And so I think it's. And no, he bet. He bet on NFL games. Oh. And so I think it's harsher for NFL games, not as harsh for non NFL games. Honestly, I'm not, not Matt Jameson. He's bet on college games. Like that's. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's not crazy. Either um, way, he's back two weeks early. And look, this, we saw the Lions last just beat up on the Packers. And they, a team that uh, is very good offensively and has a need for a guy who stretch, who could stretch, you know, this feel for him. Um, for very excited to see him play. Yeah, I'm sure you don't want to go into those playoff games with uh, the Niners or the Eagles or even the Seahawks and have Josh Reynolds as your two. Much more comfortable with. Maybe a Jameson Williams actually too. And his draft class was was stacked with wideouts, and yeah. he was the number one favorite. He was supposed to be the best one. Yeah, so I'm very excited to see. I know he's blazing, blazing speed. And, right. Um, I think I saw a quote where they're gonna they want to take him like bring him back slowly, but get him if he, if if, he, if he's right in time for the playoffs. What a difference maker! Someone who, who one play with him can change the whole game. That I, I expect they'll throw him at least one shot, one deep shot this this week. Yeah, and um. And kind, by, of, kind of like it was at the end of last year. Then by week ten, you're a full time. You're a full time guy. Week for, ten, you think it's going to take? Five no, no, weeks no, no. By, by week ten, like you're already like. He's I already think in integrated. three weeks he's going to be receiving six or seven targets. Again. Yeah, he's he's, he's going to take the Josh Reynolds role. He's in a great, great spot. Good quarterback and team that believes in him. Obviously, uh, looking forward to seeing him, seeing him play. Also coming back to his respective team, maybe, maybe not, but taking off the pup lifts, running back Jonathan Taylor. Uh, yeah, he's was, practicing. He practiced, uh, or sorry, he'll be practicing Wednesday. You'll listen to this. He's practicing on Wednesday. So mm-hmm. today he's practicing. Um, not sure if he still wants to play for the Colts. I don't know what's happening. Not it's, sure if they're trading him. We haven't heard anything. I saw, like, oh, we're, we're like, like he might play. It's like, is this you saying that, or is this John Taylor saying that? Because last time I checked, he didn't want to play for you guys. I think everyone's speculating. Um, um, we did ask that they stop doing everything in the public, so maybe it's good that we don't know anything. Yeah. Hopefully they're talking behind the scenes yeah. and, you know, expressing whether or not they want to be there or be traded or whatever. Um, a lot of teams obviously still lined up for Jonathan Taylor. He's a he's an elite back. He's still not twenty five yet. Um, it's it's I would love, I would love seeing him back. Obviously the NFL's better with John Taylor in it, but um, I'm curious to see how this plays out this week and when he practices and 
And if he does play, how involved is he? Because if they want to trade him still, they want to play him too much. Or or if they want to show him off for a week and then trade him. Like, hey, he's back. A lot of, this is weird. This is weird. But happy that, he, that he's healthy, though. Gut feeling playoffs are starting right now. Is Jonathan Taylor on the Colts? No. Yeah, me neither. Okay, that's it for the news. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Angels. Heavenly Top 10, version 5.0. I'll be right back. Okay, we are back with Angels Heavenly Top 10, version 5.0. Let's not waste any time. Let's get into it. Here we go. Angels Heavenly 10. Welcome back to Angels Heavenly 10. It is your host, Angel. And here is my top 10 teams for the NFL right now. Start with number 10, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look at these boys. They're 3-1. and one. Defense is playing good. The clear favorite to win the NFC South. They're the hotness and the bandwagon. I am, I am leading the charge. Buccaneers at number 10 at 3-1. At number nine, the Seattle Seahawks smoked the hell out of the Giants. Yes, they did. Um, Devin Witherspoon, if he could do this all season, they will remain in, in the uh, top ten. Um, love this team. Love Pete, Pete Carroll. At number eight, the Baltimore Ravens. Look, I'm not going to – last week they were – look, they played the Browns without Watson. But either way, this team is, out, is without five starters and playing phenomenally. Harbaugh has these guys playing tough. This team also should be in the market for Jonathan Taylor. At number seven, uh, the Detroit Lions. I don't know how you hate against this team. This team is tough. They aren't scared of anybody. Adam Hutchinson is, is heading towards that elite tier pass, uh, pass rusher. And they get James Williams back. James Williams back. Uh, love, love his team. Out of the last 14 games, they've won 11 of them. At number six, the Dallas Cowboys. Number four in scoring offense with a great defense. This team looks good. They will break your heart at some point. But as of right now, <laughs> things are looking good. At number five, the Miami Dolphins. Look, they had a bad week. We all have them. I still believe in this team. Because you had a bad day. So I still believe in this team. Still believe in this uh, head coach and quarterback combo. Uh, they'll bounce back. At number four, the Buffalo Bills. Bills. Just thoroughly beat one of the hottest teams in, in, in the NFL. Yeah. Um. Josh Allen's playing lights out. If it was like this all year, they're my Super Bowl pick. Uh, Vaughn's coming back this week. He's practicing this week. And I apologize to all the Buffalo Bills, Bills Mafia out there for doubting the Buffalo Bills because they look pretty damn good. I don't apologize. I always wrote with you guys. At number three, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Offense taking steps in the right direction, a.k.a. the Hurts. A.J. Brown connection is rekindling. And we and we remember, oh, yeah, when they're – when they're on, they're really, really, really fucking good. Nine catches, 175 yards. And this team is running, is 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 led by the offensive line, the defensive line. And look what they're doing. This, this is what a good team build gets you. Four wins with their offense is still, yeah, I love this team. Yeah, quick shout out to John J. Swift. Not the only Swift in the NFL taking yeah. over nowadays. Yeah. And number two, the 49ers. The only reason why they're not number one is because the Chiefs exist. But either way, CMC is about to win MVP. That that should that should happen. Seems already ready for the playoffs. What more can you talk about? It's they're so complete. Uh, but they're number two on my list because of the, the number one team led by the Swifties, the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. Look, they struggled uh, against the Jets. Mahomes didn't, didn't look great, but until they lose, until they ch- give me a reason that, that I shouldn't have them as my as the best team in like in like the NFL, they're number one. Um, 
love this team, and I'm starting to come around to the fact that we're not going to get rid of Taylor Swift at all this season. So, no. number one. She'll be uh, pants you every time they score a touchdown or a first down or Travis Kelsey catches the ball. <clears throat> you will see Taylor Swift yeah. immediately. Or Donna Kelsey. Yes. And that's it. That Donna is, Kelsey, yeah. And that is Angel's uh, Heavenly Top 10 version 5.0. Okay, it's a solid list. I have a problem with the beginning of it and the end of it. Okay, so what do you want to start with? So, no, <laughs> no, the beginning of it and end of it. The middle of it, I, I was literally looking for problems, and I literally just got lost in how much I love some of these teams. I think an arrow up on the Lions, an arrow up on the uh, Seahawks, um, possibly an arrow up on the Bills. Mm -hmm. I think those teams could be moving higher if they keep uh, playing the way they're playing now. Let's start at the bottom of the list here, why I have a problem with it. The Bucs don't belong on this list. Mm. They don't. They're 3-1, and one, yes. And so if you just look at that record and think, oh, 3-1, and one, they got to be in the top 10. Okay. They beat the Vikings, who are also 1-3. and three. Mm -hmm. Okay, not playing well. They beat the Bears. Mm -hmm. who I'm pretty sure if me and you strapped it on, we could probably lay 40 on the Bears right now. Uh, and then they beat the Jamison Winston or the Jameis Winston Saints. They got smoked by the Eagles, and they haven't done anything impressive. I don't know how, I don't know how they're I – have, I have three teams better than them. Go ahead. I, ha I have the Texans at 10. Texans have had impressive wins. They've blown out the Jaguars. They've blown out the Steelers. Those are two teams that we respect. Um, I have the Browns in front of them. No, this is the order. Sorry, this is the order I have in front of them. I have Texans 10, 10 Jaguars 11, Browns 12. Mm -hmm. Then I have the Bucs. Uh, so I would have the Jags and Browns above them. I, I, I mean, we can argue those more. Um, I think the Texans are well ahead of them, and I don't like them on this list. Well, what's going to happen is that you might like them, but by the end of the year, because this division is so weak, they're going to have a over five 500 record, and they need to be on this list. But I get no, 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 no. See, that, That's what I'm saying. Like The record doesn't mean they should be on this no, list. No. Who are the 10 best teams? But they're winning. That's the, that's the no, thing. No, who are the 10 best teams? Yeah, they have one of the 10 best. Not the 10 best records, the 10 best teams, because the 10 best records aren't necessarily the 10 best teams, right? Can I, can I finish? Yeah, you can okay. answer my question. Um, if you're winning, that counts. They're 3-1. and one. And that, I don't. I don't care who you. I don't care who you face. But if, you can't just use that when it's convenient. And this team. And this team's good. Like I believe in this team. That's, and and number ten. Look, you can have. You can have your your. The, like the Browns are obviously good. I'm not gonna hate on the Browns. They're, this team, as of right now, is the best ten, ten, ten best team. They 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 could fall out of it. I mean, if it was truly about the record, they'd be much higher at three and one. Um, but just they haven't beaten anyone impressive. They beat the they they beat the Vikings, Bears, and the Saints without their car. I just I don't know. I disagree with that part. Um, but I have another bone to pick, and I've been I've been waiting because um, you say the same reason every single week, and every single week I'm like, okay, okay, one more week, I can get by with that. One more week. The Niners are better than the Chiefs. Hmm. The Niners deserve to be ahead of the Chiefs. And I was listening for your for okay, why is it why is it the Chiefs this week? And you literally said because the Chiefs exist, and you know I know what you mean by that. They're they're still what they are. But the Niners are just better than them right now. They're playing better than them. They've looked better than them. They've had more impressive wins. Uh, the Niners have scored third. Look, look at the, I looked at their look at their uh, their uh, schedule. Thirty to seven. Thirty to twenty three. Thirty to twelve. Thirty to sixteen. They are blowing out teams. It's not close. Yes, you got the Giants and Cardinals on there. You also have the Rams and the Steelers. Some decent teams. And I think they just they looked the best. This, the the Chiefs look fine. Okay, but they barely beat the Jags. Um. And they lost to the to the Lions. Who mm -hmm. Lions are a good team, um, but I just think their last year's champion doesn't mean they're the best team this year. Um, and I'd, I'd have the Niners above them, and uh, Eagles, Bills, and Chiefs. I think are all really close. Yeah, the, uh, I think the top three are kind of 
maybe maybe four are just in a different tier. Uh, I I think Chiefs are still the best in football. I just love I love this team, but hard to argue against the 49ers. But as of right now, the, in, in in my eyes, they are the best team in the NFL. But 49ers yeah. very damn good. Too. I'm not ever gonna say they're bad. Niners are impressive, man. They're impressive. They're, they they have the MVP. They're balanced as hell. Um, Purdy is 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 a top. I mean, I, this might be crazy to say. He might be a top five quarterback in the league right now. He does what he's supposed to do. Like, yeah, he's just he's doing well in that offense. He's healthy. He looks like it. Yeah. Um, their weapons are thriving besides CMC. Mm-hmm. Um, the O line, D line, they're such a complete team. I can't. They played the, t- the Cowboys this week. Great. And matchup. I want because I want to see them against someone truly elite. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe we'll we'll see about this list. But next week you're gonna have a hard time because some of these. Teams are playing each other. Yeah, some of these teams yeah. are playing each other. Yeah. They're starting to, you know, play some yeah. really good teams here, and and we'll see. Um, my Eagles, I think that's about right. I think them and the Bills are really close right now. <clears throat> the Bills are kind of surging. The Eagles are still figuring it out, but getting better each week, and all the while at 4-0. So, I get it. Um, Dolphins, I like that you didn't overreact and drop oh, them no. to, like, 7 or 8 or something. I love this team. Yeah, they got beat by the Bills, who are a really right, good team. Who are team. number 4 best team. Like, this is the two, five, five, two top 5 teams going at each other. You shouldn't. I like it. Yeah. Uh, the Cowboys, I've seen at number one and two on a lot of lists, and I like that you're holding them accountable. Okay, they're they're number six because they lost to the Cardinals, mm-hmm. and that's a bad, and that's that's the worst loss probably on this whole top ten. Yeah, and and the top five are so strong. It's yeah. tough. To, there's there's some elite teams this year, right? And to be in that elite, you have to do a lot of yeah. So if the Lions win, I don't know who the Lions are playing, but if they win. And the Cowboys lose to the Niners. Any way the Lions jump the Cowboys, or guess how they look, I guess depends. Yeah, depends on how they look. Um, I like the Lions to jump the Cowboys here soon, but we'll see. Lions are they're surging. They're pretty good. Yeah, I'm so interested to see what Jamison Williams does his offense. Yeah, because if they get an element now where they can stretch it, and Laporta and and um, um, St. Brown have room to work that middle of the field, which they are seem both elite at, they could be unstoppable <laughs> offensively. And and to move on at, at number eight, the Ravens. I wanted to move them up, but they played the the Browns without Watson. They were supposed to win yeah. that game, so I'll just leave them there. It's not impressive. This one. is, but they're they're out five starters and they're still winning. So that's that, I'm pretty. That's a pretty good team there. Um. Okay, so I saw that and I didn't get a chance to look it up. Of the five starters, how many are coming back? Uh, I I, I don't know this. You don't week. know. Okay. Um. I, are they seizing any injuries? I just like Dobbins a part of that. No, well, Dob- I haven't counted Dobbins, okay, but okay. they were out OBJ, they were out Linderbaum, they were okay, out. Okay, so just like temporarily hurt. Yeah, okay, okay. so they're winning without, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that's so all that to say there's still a lot of upside here to yeah. the Ravens. The Ravens are um, always going to be good. They're so interesting. I thought they'd be better than they are, but either way, they're 3-1. and one. Yeah, and, yeah, because they're so hurt. Yeah. They're really hurt this year, I mean, they're, and they're still 3-1, and one, so when they're healthy— the Bengals aren't looking healthy, and the um, Steelers are Steelers, so they could have this hold on this division pretty quickly if they keep on racking up wins. They had the rough loss to the Colts led by Gardner Minshew. That's a rough loss. Yeah, that, yeah. that one's tough. That one's tough. Uh, Seahawks, like we said, look really good. I could see the Seahawks jumping the Ravens. In fact, I might put the Seahawks above the Ravens right now, but I get it. Yeah, I, the, the Lions, Ravens, Seahawks kind of in the same round where they could jump up, but yeah. there's something holding them back either yeah. injury-wise. I mean, other than that, I mean, that's the only, that's the only no, other note I had is, um, not okay. So this is rankings, but not necessarily this top ten ranking. Um, we were talking. I don't want to continue a conversation we were having earlier and last night while we we're watching the game. The Seahawks as a contender in the NFC. Okay, um, and then we think of that. You think of the Niners and you think of the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 
obviously you think trade deadline. They got to do something. You say pass rusher. Mm-hmm. Um, but realistically, do they have a shot at the Niners Eagles? And they're playing in in Santa Clara or in Philly. Like, would you? Is there any way you're putting your money on them? That they beat them or that they get to that them? they beat them in a playoff game away at one of their homes. No, I don't have them going to the Super Bowl. I have them being deep in the playoffs, though. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they could beat one of these teams. I think they could they could, they could surprise some people. At this is a this team is good. They're well they're, they're well so constructed. Confusing to me. They're and like I said last night, they play the 49ers very well. Yeah, it's true. And that's a big divisional deal. team. Yeah. yeah. So look, anything can happen in those in those uh, in anything those playoffs. And um, you know, it's it, Seahawks are uh, they're a very interesting team. And if they make a, a trade for a pass rusher here, and people, are, oh, they don't make trades. They traded their star quarterback for something. They, they'll 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 do whatever they want. Truly. It, yeah. So yeah, this is an, a team that at the deadline should be a little bit active here. Let's get into a. Um, <clears throat> a week five preview here for Thursday night's game. The Chicago, Chicago, the Chicago uh, Bears taking on the Washington Commanders. A combined record here of six and, sorry, two and six. So a couple teams that are struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, I, is it this one? Sure. A little game preview here. Thursday night football. Uh, Justin Fields coming off that huge game against the Denver Broncos. I think we'll get a much more realistic Look at Justin Fields here. This defensive line for the Commanders is no joke. Yeah, you know what's crazy is that there's still like there's still room to improve with them in this defensive line. Like they're good right now. Yeah, but it's always been like they can improve. But yeah, they're they're very good. And that Bears line, I know they activated Tevin Jenkins from from IR, they but did. still that Bears line is not very uh, very good. And this defensive line seems to be rolling right now. So it might be a tough day for Justin Fields back there. Eagles have one of the best offensive lines in the league, and they struggled with that defensive line. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They're they got some dogs up front. Jonathan Allen. Uh, did they still draw Payne? And, yeah, Payne. Yeah, those two. Right Jerron there. Payne. Um, and Sweat. Then Chase Young's there. Chase Young's doing um, Montez Sweat. I mean, they're just so good and so big and strong and athletic. Yeah. Um, that might be it. Might be a rough day for Justin Fields as far as yeah. in the sack department. I think the Bears have it's time. You need to start running Justin Fields. Designed runs for him, not scrambles. Design runs. If he gets hurt, this is just the way he succeeds. This is the way he's good. Do yeah. you agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I they they've had designed runs for him, but I think they need to lean more towards it. I mean, he threw well the ball last week. The ball well last week. Well, the ball. Why did my sound? He threw the ball well last week. I don't know why that sounded weird in my head. Yeah. Um, yeah. He like I I think he could throw the ball decently, yeah. but running the ball where he needs to be. They need to get these guys on those. Uh, get 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 these DNs guessing a little bit. Don't get them just. Free oh, rush. Absolutely. Get them guessing. Do some options. Do some triple options. Get yeah. these defensive ends. Not rushing the pass, just kind of standing there waiting. Yeah, Herbert looked good last week. Yeah. Um, Roshan's looked good so far this year. It's kind of his backup. DJ Moore showed why they traded him. Try to, try to run into yeah, those guys. Get, just get the ball in DJ Moore's hands. Yeah. You don't have to throw it on the field, really, I, if you I think they need to. to. They could even be more creative with DJ Moore right now. He's just, he's, he's just a wideout right now. They, he's, he could give him the backfield. Just give him the ball. Let Mooney stretch the field. Yeah. Um. Claypool will be far away. Claypool will be watching from home. Yeah, from maybe from from A1A Brewery. Um, I could see him from uh, A953 to Soto Ave. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's obviously a huge a huge matchup here is this D line versus Justin Fields. Yeah. Can they contain him? Can they corral him? Mm-hmm. Can they? It's it's one thing. These kind of quarterbacks are, um, 
it's one thing to contain them, but to actually get them on the floor, yeah, and record a sack, yeah, can be t- difficult sometimes. And that's that's gonna be that's gonna be really the matchup of this game. Yeah, is that yeah? But um, Fields though he he showed last week for the first what uh, for the first half if when he's on he looks pretty pretty damn good. So yeah, they can replicate what they did last week. Kind of get that same vibe back. Um, yeah, I'm very excited to see him. Anything else you're looking forward to seeing this game? Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to see Sam Sam Howe, who's been up Sam and down Howell, this year. I guarantee he's gonna have the best game of his career this year. Or sorry, this week. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good game. He's gonna, um, he's Howell, gonna look good. Yeah, he's, he's a good quarterback, and this is a terrible. De- he's a average quarterback. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm he's saying a, like he's not a. He's not a. He's not a. Is he better than Taylor Heineke? Yeah, but he's not a bum. Yeah, yeah, he's not a bum. He's a, he's a, he's a starting quarterback. Yeah, and Russell Wilson looked as good as he's looked last week. Yeah. Um. So maybe somehow looks even better. I don't know. No, Sam. Uh, yeah, I I think uh, Brian Robinson is actually looking very very good this year, and they haven't really gotten. Yeah, they haven't really gotten going with their wideouts yet because uh, uh, McLaurin has has that turf thing. That's that turf toe is not going to go away anytime soon. Yeah, and they haven't gotten. Um, John Dotson. John Dotson going. I don't know why. I think this might be his breakout game because the Bears aren't very good in the uh, secondary there. So this might be his breakout game here. Let's talk a little fantasy here. Okay. We haven't talked fantasy lately, but all right. Uh, fantasy wise, give start me em. your give me your yeah. Start them all. Uh, give me your designations, and I'll, I'll show you what I mean by that. I'll take the Bears. Okay. Uh, Fields is a QB one, okay. a top five QB one. You start him this week. Okay. Um, <clears throat> scratch that. He's a top. He's a bottom. And QB1. I forgot the, the D-line uh, thing. Uh, Herbert, I think you can confidently start him in your RB2. Hmm? Uh, I think he's going to get the volume again. And I think uh, they're throwing to him. And he might run, you know, he might grab a couple touchdowns. Um, DJ Moore, I think you start him in your wide receiver 2 or a flex. I wouldn't start Mooney. And I wouldn't start any of the receivers. Komet, you might be able to get him in there. He's been a lot more active lately. And at tight end, she's kind of sh- – if you don't have – yeah, I mean Kelsey's not even doing fantastic this year. Nope. It's just tight ends, just stupid. Yeah, so commit. I think is definitely in play if you're if you're um if you need some help there at tight end. Um, how do you feel with the Commanders? Yeah, I think Sam Howell, quarterback two. This if it, you're in two quarterback leagues, you feel pretty confident starting yeah. him at that quarterback two. Quarterback one, probably not yet or at all. But um, quarterback two, pretty pretty decent. Yeah. Um, Brian Robinson's about to eat. Yeah, I was going to say, that, that, he's almost a must-start. He almost a must-start low-end RB1 this yeah, because uh, he's going to tear up this this Bears, this Bears, Bears Do not defense. leave Ryan Robinson on your bench. Yeah, start him. him to play him. Start mm-hmm. him. And I think this is a breakout game, sleeper pick uh, for, I am blanking on his name every single time I talk John about John Dotson? John Dotson, yeah. I think this is a, this is the game where he breaks out. Questionable. Um, yeah, I think he, I think him and McLaurin, uh, McLaurin like a low-end wideout too. And Dotson, a uh, a high end upside play, wide out, wide out, wide out, wide out three. And Logan Thomas had a nice game last week. So if you're looking to stream a tight end, or if you're desperate as hell, Logan Thomas is still out there. I'm sure he's available in your league. So question for you, Jahan Dotson, listen, is questionable. If he doesn't play, do you start Curtis Samuel? In yeah, your, in your flex, Samuel has had a pretty quiet year this year. A quiet, year, like you're not hearing about him, but he's a nice, nice, solid, solid um, uh, year this year. I think he. Uh, I think his Bears defense will let a lot of players look better than, than they actually are. So, yeah. you're kind of just playing starters here. We'll pick the rest of the games on Friday, but let's pick this game. Okay. okay. Um, I, I got the uh, Commandos. Yeah, the Commandos, too, at home. They're just more – they're better built. 
they're not amazingly built, but they're better built than these this Bears yeah, team. They're the better bad team. Yeah, they're the better bad team. Um, let's talk about what that means for the Bears. They go to zero and five. Sheesh. And it just gets louder in Chicago. Okay, they they go zero and five. You start publicly saying we are openly looking for offers for Justin Fields. Man, could that happen? You can get a haul for Fields. A haul. The Falcons just realized the quarterback sucks. So maybe the Falcons go, let's go get Justin Fields and lean more into this run first What if team. he looks good again? Look, man, you have to, it's, I mean, obviously I'm not a GM, but if it looks good and they still lose, I'm still trying to. You, there's more problems on this team besides quarterback. That's yeah. something like you, 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 this is a bad team. So you could say, well, there's you could drop the quarterback and just start building this team. That's what I would do. If they lose again, just start looking at this draft. So just basically use fields to replenish your roster. Yeah. And one of those picks could still be a better quarterback. Yeah. I think there's more problems in this team besides. I don't that. know if he'll do it, but I think I would do that too. Yeah. Um coaching wise, Ibraflus ha- you have to start at least considering that he's the problem. I know you don't even want you don't want to go there, but at least consider, hmm, maybe my coach sucks. Yeah, this defense sucked. Last week they had a big lead and they couldn't stop Russell Wilson, who, you know, he's a good quarterback, but like not the top five offense in the league. Um, and, he, and now it's on him because he's calling the 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 defense now. So his thing is defense, and it's calling defense. And if it's not good, then what the hell are are you here for? Yeah, it's, for it's excellent leadership. At the end of this year, I want to see field traded somewhere else. Yes, with, and for a host of picks. Yeah. I want to see them with two top five picks. Hopefully one of them is number one overall. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to see them with a new coach. Yep. I want to see them clear the deck here for Ben Johnson to come over from ben Johnson in, inside the division. Yeah. Uh, to come over here and work with, the, with, work with Caleb Williams and uh, Marvin Harrison. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Yeah, they can um, – or if they – I mean, they can still get top the top one pick starting fields, which is crazy. Yeah. They can give – maybe you have Ben Johnson coming next year say, fix – Justin Fields will draft him Marvin Marvin Harrison Jr. See the problem with that though is that you're gonna No, you I'm, I'm to, not saying I'm just yeah they're they're kind of screwed either way. But there's a lot of a lot of avenues you can go here. Yeah. But you have an asset that's worth a lot of a lot of value. Yeah. It's that and, and fields, so because they're they're pretty much in the same position last year where you have fields, you're still not sure about him, and it's either turn him to a bunch of picks because he was worth a bunch of picks in the last year. I'm sure his value hasn't dropped yet because right. he's still young, he's still exciting. And he had a great game last, so he's still flashed. Or go with him and pass on another crop of quarterbacks. So Anthony Richardson would look good here. CJ Stroud would look good here. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, are you going to pass next year on Drake May, Caleb? It depends Caleb on. This all depends on if they fire their head coach, which they should, or if they keep them. Ryan Poles really here is making decisions that's gonna that's gonna decide the next ten years for these Bears. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can skip out on a on a legendary draft class. Yeah. Because out of love for Fields, and then what if he's bad next year? And you're like, we missed out on the whole draft class, and we still have Fields. As good as the Lions are, Jared Goff's starting to get older. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not exactly a young stud quarterback that's yeah. going to be there for the next ten years. Yeah, Kirk Cousins, his his position in 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 uh, Minnesota is kind of up in the air. Um, and Love, we'll see. Hasn't been the guy who like this is my division yet. And so this division's still wide open as far as who's going to be the dominant team of the decade, mm-hmm. like the Packers have been the last decade. Um, so, yeah, you, you can really still hear this season, I think, is obviously done um, as far as, like, being a playoff, contend- mm-hmm. uh, you know, Super Bowl contender, playoff team. Um, but I think it's still 
shift the general direction of your organization. Yeah, there's there's a lot of they can really screw this up, or they can just hit it out of the ballpark. Because look what the Texans did in one draft. Yeah, like you could change your team. They're already <sighs> Texas, what a great example. Texas, great example. Texas are a good team. One they draft, were terrible last year. One draft, they one had, off season, I should say. Yeah, they look had some at, bets. They're two and two. No one thought they'd be two and two. Two and two. They beat the Jaguars. Exciting. They beat the Jaguars and the Pittsburgh Steelers. They could totally miss the playoffs this year, and it would be so exciting to be yeah. a Texans fan. The still. Bears should look like okay. Let's get the right quarterback and get enough, and get the right head coach, and we could be very, very different. So this uh, this game is gonna be fun to watch. Yeah, uh, that's the show for today. You got anything else you want to share? How's your week going? Good, good. I'm um, looking forward to our trip to San Diego. We are headed to San Diego, San Diego, um, Wales. What? I'll let people finish that quote. It's from Anchorman. Oh, it's okay. uh, I'm... it's what. Um, it's what he thinks the translation of San Diego means. It's a whales. I won't say the word because ah, yeah. gotcha. I'm sure people out there knew. It's very interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we're headed to San Diego. We'll still have a show there. The set might look a little different, but we will see you Friday nonetheless with a Thursday night recap. Uh, go enjoy that Bears Commanders game. Don't take it for granted. Football is here only for a couple months a year and gone for so many months a year. Yes, it was a great game. <laughs> See you Friday. Bye.